Well, welcome to the next episode, the latest episode of Parental Composure, where we're going to cover problems that every parent can relate to. Again, welcome to the latest episode of Parental Composure. I'm Keith, filling in for your boy, Mike Ayers, and mother of the decade, Elise. And I'm here again with my lovely wife, Veronica. Say hello. Hi there. Right. And today, Veronica, we are going to go through some images um, that we found from mommyshorts.com. So if you're interested in checking out more content from them, right, just go over and visit them at mommyshorts.com. But these are just going to be images of problems that every parent who has kids can relate to. So we're going to throw some stuff up on the screen. So the first thing we're going to look at is um, your child and alarm clocks. So when you no longer need an alarm clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't need an alarm clock anymore. It used to be hard for me to get up in the morning. It is no longer difficult. Um, and that picture is great because I feel like that's what happened um, when I was pregnant with um, my son Jonathan, uh, that I would be really tired, and then Colette would be absolutely screaming, Mommy! from her crib, and I'd be laying there like, okay, can I lay there one more minute before I go get her? I don't know. And so I would have to go get up, because she'd be very adamant, like, I am getting up. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think you had a husband that was wearing soundproof, soundproofing white noise-having headphones. Yeah, I, I sometimes wondered if you were, because it was loud sometimes, and I think, <laughs> wow, I don't know how you slept through that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do, we do actually have a, a great alarm clock that goes off every single morning at 6 o'clock in the morning without fail, 100% of the time it happens. So, yeah, so we've got that going for us. The next one is about an audience, always having an audience, So because you can't do anything without an audience. Oh, yes. You cannot do anything yeah, without an audience. And there are questions about what you are doing. Um, so sometimes if I'm going to do my makeup at the counter, Mommy, what are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm trying to put eyeshadow on. What's that? Can I hold something? Can I hold that brush you're holding? Can I hold that? That's usually the question that I get about you know everything is, can I hold something that you're doing? Because somehow holding this something from that makes it feel like she's participating. Yeah, for sure. And then you've got the, the other two pairs of eyes just anxiously, anxiously waiting, the little one, right, and then potentially holding crackers, and the dog is just waiting for anybody to drop any morsel of food that she can take. That happens in our house yep. on a daily basis. All right, Josh, so the next one, this one, right, this one, there are rules in our house. There are rules, and there, there's a routine that we follow, and we've talked about routines in the past. But I'm just going to put this one up here, and I'm going to see how you react to this one, Veronica. So, okay, so this one is when your kid insists on holding the bubbles himself. Oh, like every time we do bubbles, every time that my son has to take it and then decide, ooh, what's this, and then takes it, and then suddenly it's all over, and then they go, uh-oh. Like they can't real, they don't know. Like how did that happen? <laughs> and that's when I usually say, "That's 
But I wanted to hold them. <laughs> we didn't fill them. But we, we do we do purchase a lot of bubbles. <laughs> we do purchase lots of bubbles, yeah. We purchase a lot of bubbles. And and I also remember so here's the other thing. Not only do they pour them out, but when they get old enough that they're that they're smart enough to know that they don't want to pour them out, then the next thing that's about to happen is they're going to use the bubble stick like it's a spoon. Oh yeah. That has definitely happened. Um, our daughter did that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next one, Josh is about dads and bedtime, but I just want before you put it up on the screen. Okay. Veronica does bedtime, right? Not because I can't, but because were I to do dads and bedtime, it would pretty much look like this. <laughs> All right. Well, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. This, this is good because it gets me off the hook for a little bit. All right. So while we're trying to figure out. Okay. So we're trying to figure that one out. Go. Let's, let's do the one. So Veronica, I know you have to deal with this all the time. So put this one up on the screen. It's about car seats. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> oh man it's I, like you're they act like you're killing them if they have to go in um my son i actually there was one one week that he had gotten strong enough that i actually literally couldn't make him sit down and i couldn't make it happen and we were trying to go to a swimming lesson for my daughter and I called the swim place and said, um, I'm really sorry, but we're not going to make it because I cannot make this child sit down. And part of the problem was he had his arms. He almost had his arms like through a couple of the straps. Like I had gotten that far, but I couldn't make him sit down. And every time he tried to spin around, then he was like, I don't know, wrenching his arm in this terrible way. And I just called him and said, I'm sorry, the swim lesson is not happening today. I never thought I would do that. Cancel a lesson or an appointment because a child wouldn't get in their car seat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember the time when, when, uh, and you probably were going on like two hours of sleep and we could, you couldn't get him in his seat. And so, so she was all ready to go. And then you were almost like at the brink of tears and I picked him up. And for some reason, once I picked him up, he was kind of done. And I had a little conversation with him about, you know, being an adult and stop, you know, it'll be fine. And I put him in his seat and you looked at me, and you, and you were like, this, that's just not fair. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happens sometimes, too, where, yeah, um, you've been trying for a very long time to do something, and then suddenly someone else picks them up, and they're like, okay, and you think, I've been trying to do this for an hour. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't <laughs> have great. magical powers. I really don't. Oh. It, I really don't. But, right, okay, so we've, we figured it out. All right, so this one, we're going to go back to this one, okay? Because this is why, this is why Veronica does bedtime and not Keith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It can feel like you just want to be the one laying down because they sometimes are like, I am full of energy and I am not ready for bed. And you think, well, I am. I could go lay down and take a little snooze my goodness oh yeah <laughs> it looks bedtime really comfortable takes a lot longer than it should yeah see because because at this point in time our daughter is in a bed and so she her kick right now is that you have to lay down with her i'm just going to tell you i am shocked 
I, I am actually shocked that you have not once fallen asleep and just come out four hours later. <laughs> Oops, sorry about that. <laughs> no, I mean, I actually have snoozed a little bit, but I, I'm usually timing it or I'm trying to wait till I see her get to the place where she's not going to move anymore or not notice me getting up. And, um, yeah, but there have been a few nights that I've fallen asleep for a good 10 minutes or something, but usually not longer than that. Cause I'm looking for my window to get up. Cause I don't get to eat dinner usually until after she falls asleep. Yeah. So it's an incentive in a way <laughs> I don't get to have any adult time or have a meal until she does. Right. Right. Okay. So we have two more. And I, these two are gonna these two are gonna hit home. So let's Josh, let's do the outfits. So <laughs> this is about when you pack an outfit, an extra outfit for your kid, but you forget to pack one for yourself. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, there have been times where I um, have had to uh, deal with something being on my shirt that I really didn't want to be there because a kid, yes on you or oh so many other things that are gross and you wish you had clothes for you for sure yeah i remember two things i remember the first time that i ever dealt with projectile vomit and that was oh in our God. in our kitchen while one of your students and her father was in our kitchen talking to me and i was holding her while she was projectile vomiting on me but I always remember the tip that I was given from a buddy of mine that says, once they start puking, you just got to stand still. You just got to stand yep. still because because if you move, you're going to get it everywhere. You just stand still, right? And you have someone bring you a towel, and then you just clean it up from one space. So I kid you not, I'm standing, and I know you remember this because, because yeah. I was in complete shock. But you were at the other end of the hallway, and you were in complete shock. And I remember as she's puking on me, I just looked at you and I said, Get me a towel. <laughs> that was a bad one. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. And then I think the first time, maybe it, maybe it was the first time we tried to venture out once, once our daughter was born. And we went to, like, we were, maybe we were going to Target to, to buy something, right? It doesn't matter what it is. But we went to Target. And I remember I looked at you once we got out of the car. And I said, did you bring the bag? And you said, I thought you had the bag. And then that was the fastest shopping trip I think the two of us have ever gone on because there was no yep. backup plan at all. Yep. Yeah, you find out real quick when you don't remember the diaper bag or any form of diaper or anything, how quickly you can do something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. So we have one more and I don't plan on saying much during this one. I'm just kind of curious how you're going to react when you see it. Can you read what it says? It Carter? says when your kid discovers a pair of super cool spy glasses. Oh, They're everything from horns to who knows what watering cans. I mean, the things that they end up thinking that they are are not what they are for. And you're usually going, ah, give that to me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's a reason that there is a commercial where um, um, a little boy finds a hand pump like that. And he's like making, I don't know, 
foghorn noises with it or something, and Mom just sort of looks over and goes, because that's not the first time it's happened to her. I guarantee it. <laughs> uh, awesome. So I, I, think I pulled those because we've definitely experienced all of those, and I imagine that our listeners have experienced very similar things and could tell stories um, so if you have any of those stories, leave them in the comments below. Please subscribe to the channel if you like the content you see. Hit that notification bell so when we produce more content, you can actually see it. You can also follow us on ourcommunitynow.com. And so for this episode of Parental Composure, I'm Keith, and this is my lovely wife, Veronica, and we'll see you on the other side. Mm-hmm.